Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Papa Production. I'm your host, Dear Papa, keeping things real. And for today's hot topic, we are going to discuss the importance of trauma. But before we move any further, you know what we have to do first. We gotta answer a pop-up question, of course. And so for today's pop-up question is coming from a very good friend of mine, Travana. Now, before I play her question, I wanna give Travana a quick shout-out. Thank you so much, Travana, for sending in your question to the show. It is so much appreciated. And for you guys out there, if you guys would like a quick shout-out, on the show all you gotta do is head over to pop-up production media on instagram click the link in the bio and send in your question through there it is that simple so without further ado let's get into today's question papa from the beginning of ninth grade to the end of 12th did you ever think you would make it considering all your bad and good times That is a very good question. Thank you so much for sending it in. And to answer your question, yes and no, but more so of a yes, because I never really doubted myself. And I always knew that I that I wanted to complete my high school year. And I knew high school and college was never, ever out of the question. And so I met a lot of kids. Well, I shouldn't say kids. I met a lot of teenagers our age that just didn't really have that same mindset. And this is where mindset comes into play because if we allow our mindsets to be negative, then our situations that we're in or our life that we choose that we choose is going to stay negative. And so when I started my ninth grade year, I started my ninth grade year very, very late. And so with that being said, I was in a situation where my life was put on pause for exactly 11 months to be to be exact and that detailed and so throughout those 11 months I grew to learn more about myself and what I wanted in life and when I was down in my situation I was told a lot of things like oh you're not collegiate academy material you're not gonna make it after you're 18 and just just a lot of hurtful stuff and so the this is one of my models, one of my favorite models that I always tell people. And that's just simply in order to prove somebody wrong, the best way to prove somebody wrong is to prove them wrong. And so me being in my senior year with a good GPA and getting accepted into a college of my choice, I feel like that's the greatest accomplishment of me proving whoever the haters the haters are wrong. And so that's what we need to do. We need to take back control of our mindsets and we need to prove people wrong that are hating down on us or that are lurking down on us and just tell them that well i'm just gonna prove you wrong and it's gonna shut them up i promise you it's gonna shut them up and i don't make promises so take my word on that and my 10th grade year was the hardest year for me i should say because i had to retake a math class that i filled for my ninth grade year because i came late and i filled the finals from ninth grade year and so here i am my sophomore year retaking that same exact math class and i fell again by one point i know it's very very ridiculous how i failed by one point and that's another topic for another grave detail on that story but here's where i took control of my mindset and I went down to my counselor and I went down to my IEP teacher and I told him there's no way in hell that I'm retaking that class again. Like, I'm just not. And so they understand, they understood, they listened and they took, and I took control of the situation and they took control of the situation. And I ended up, I ended up doing a different program where I could take that same exact class with, but with a different teacher 
but with different teaching methods and different teaching skills. And it worked out for me because I ended up passing with a much higher grade. And now I don't have to take that class ever again, which is great. And so here we are our senior year. And I know that our stress level is through the roof. And I know that we have a lot of stress going on in our lives. Some of us are taking care of younger siblings with virtual schooling. And we would like to see our friends more often. We're working more. Like everything is just hard times right now. And I completely get it for everyone out there that's a senior because this isn't the senior year that we imagined. Like our senior year was supposed to be picture perfect, like how it's always been for the past so hundred years up until this virus that has attacked 500,000 people, which, which is very sad. And so I always knew that I was going to make it in life, but there were some sinkholes, as I like to call it, in the road that was stopping me or pushing me back 10 steps to prepare me to move forward in life so that I can succeed and be proud of myself for where I'm at. And so with going back to the mindset situation, if you allow your mindset to stay negative, your situation is going to stay negative and you're never going to have the power to change that. You're never going to want the power to change that. And so here is where you got to make sure that your mindset is positive. You got to take back control of your life, take back control of your situation, stand your ground and take back control of your mindset and make it into a positive because once it's positive, you're going to be more happy. You're going to be less stressed out and you're going to have more power of yourself and sticking your ground more. And so to conclude your question, I feel like this is something that we all need to learn and we all need to practice on with ourselves is that we need to start taking better care of ourselves so to say in order to have that mindset that we will all succeed because here we are the class of 2021 and our life right now is suckish because of covid and so i just pray and hope i don't promise because i don't make promises but i pray and hope that our senior year will end off on a good note one that we will remember definitely will remember because of covid forever but in a positive way and not in a negative way and so to conclude today's pop-up question i want to thank you so much trivana for sending in your question to the show it is very much appreciated and for you guys out there if you guys would like a quick shout out on the show all you got to do is head over to Papa Production Media on Instagram and send in your question through there. Click the link in the bio and send in your question. Now, your question can pretty much be about anything that comes to your head. You can ask me if the sky is blue and I'll answer it. You And if you can't think of a question, you can always look up a question. I mean, it's no biggie. As long as you send in a question, you'll get a shout out. And so without further ado, let's get in, into today's hot topic. Okay, guys, so I wanted to talk a little bit on trauma, and we really don't touch base on it a lot, and some people really don't even know that they have trauma, and they show symptoms of trauma, and trauma can come through so many different ways. I mean, you, you can experience trauma through life experiences, maybe you were harassed, or maybe you dealt with like a problem with like a family member, or you were bullied a lot, or you were you witness like a near-death experience or a death of somebody like trauma comes in so many different ways and so 
what we what we fail as people to understand is how to deal with it in an appropriate way instead of just going seeing some therapist which is okay but if you really aren't the therapist type then here are some tips that can help you out with your situation and so I'm just want I just want to read a little bit of a definition of what trauma is and then I want to give out my definition so my personal like experience my personal one-on-one definition of what trauma really is and then go a little bit further onto it so it says here a deeply distressing or disturbing experience a personal trauma like a near death of a child of can be like something of trauma now, like I said, trauma can come in so many different ways. So you can be bullied or you could be harassed or sexually assaulted. Like it comes in like so many different ways with trauma. And so what we fail to realize is that we don't really know. Some some of us really don't know how to handle trauma in a good way. Now, for me, the, what trauma means to me is trauma is very anxiety, very much of anxiety and depression a lot too because for me I have experienced trauma throughout my entire life and especially at a very very young age and so it was always hard for me to try to cope with trauma in so many different ways and so I feel for some people out there that have a hard time trying to cope with their trauma and I'm here to understand it a little bit more better and so I'm in this group and this ILP group. And so sometimes I attend a lot of groups or I sometimes I just don't. And so there's, there was this one particular group that I attended and there was a whole bunch of kids that were just like me, same age. And we were all just like talking and experiencing and sharing our experiences. Now, be, now before, in the beginning, I really wasn't sure if I wanted to go to the group to begin with. And then I just decided, oh, what the heck, it's not even going to kill me or anything like that. So then I went to the group. But then I was like, I'm really not sure if I want to participate. But then once I started hearing all these kids share their experiences and talk about their life, then I decided to open up and start talking about my experiences and my and how my life is and like how my life was. And after the group was over, I received like maybe one or two friend request from some of the kids from the group and they were messaging me left and right talking about how oh my god you were so great in group today I really enjoyed what you were saying and that you are a very wise person and just going on and on and I was really flattered I mean it was really nice to hear some people say that like I was like inspiring to them in a little bit in a little way even though I wasn't even trying to be inspiring I mean it just happened I mean all I did was just share my experience and just gave a little bit of of advice and some people took it off and ran with it and thought that it was really nice to share that experience which is awesome because some people can experience the worst trauma in their life and they really don't know how to handle it and I totally get it I totally understand and so what as as people we need to learn how to cope with trauma and so that is why I am here to talk about it. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to look up some ways of coping with trauma. So give me one second so I can look up coping with trauma. And so here's a little help guide. Emotional and physical trauma. When bad things happen, it can take a while to get over it to get over the pain and feel safe again. But with 
these self-helping strategies and support, you can speed up your recovery. Now we really don't now we don't want to really speed up the recovery. We just want to take it nice and easy and slow and take it step by step and just just regain trust with people, just regain trust with ourselves and just just heal ourselves more better. And so emotional and physical trauma can be caused by one-time events such as an accident, injury, or violent attack, especially if it was unexpected or happened in a childhood, that's definitely where some trauma can develop, especially like in early childhood. Definitely, that's one. Another one is ongoing relentless stress, such as living in a crime-ridden neighborhood, battling a life-threatening illness, or experiencing traumatic events that occur repeatedly, such as bullying, domestic violence, or childhood neglect. Now, those are some pretty big ones, especially childhood neglect and bullying. Now, I've been bullied a lot in my life, and it's definitely played a toll on my mindset, as I talked about earlier. And so with our mindset, we need to learn how to take back control. It took me a while to take back control. And so um, when I was in eighth grade, I was definitely bullied a lot and I definitely was an outcast like I really didn't have any friends to like talk to or to turn to no one was really texting my phone my phone was pretty dry and um I really I just really didn't have a lot of friends and there was this one kid that was always bullying me and like you know that situation where you're always getting picked on or you're you always have that one student that just won't leave you the hell alone and so no matter what you do you go to the office and you sit down with the principal the vice principal and you have like these discussions and all they try to do is just make you guys shut up and shake it off and like try to hug it out and it never works well yeah that could be trauma too but i wouldn't really say that traumatized me it it definitely did play a role on some depression and anxiety now another one is commonly overlooked causes such as surgery especially in the past three years of a lifetime the sudden death of someone close the breakup of a significant relationship or a humiliating or deeply disappointing experience especially if someone was deliberately cruel now i haven't really had came across anyone who has intentionally tried to sabotage me or to humiliate me and I know I'm no saint and I've definitely probably done my share of humiliating people before too but that's definitely could be a, a role of trauma copying with the trauma of a nature or madman man-made excuse me disaster can present unique challenges even if you weren't directly involved in the event and the fact, while it's highly unlikely any of us will ever be direct victims of a terrorism attack, plane crash, or massive shooting, for example, we are likely regularly barbed by horrific images on social media and news sources of those people who have been. So what that is saying right there is that if some of us really haven't really experienced trauma, if we really haven't personally experienced trauma, we have seen trauma on like TV, like with the whole 9-11, that, that really was trauma for the entire country and even the entire world. And for people who have lost loved ones to like school shootings, that's definitely trauma for all the kids that were like in a school shoot in a school shooting or that have experienced school shootings 
and um, plane crash, terrorism, school shootings. Yeah, like all, all those stuff can definitely be some traumatic trauma right there. And so I want to go ahead and get into the childhood trauma and the risk of future trauma. So while traumatic events can happen to anyone, you're more likely to be traumatized by an event if you are already under a heavy stress load, have have recently suffered a series of loss or have been traumatized before, especially if the earlier trauma occurred in a childhood. Childhood trauma can result from anything that disrupts a child's sense of safety, including an unstable or safe, unstable or unsafe environment. That's definitely, that's definitely one. Separation from a parent, serious illness. Those, those are, those are some good ones right there. Neglect. I think neglect would have to be with separation would have to be with an unstable and unsafe environment because some some situations are just worse than the others domestic violence sexual physical or verbal abuse those those are so those okay so i want to touch a little bit based on that right there so domestic violence and verbal abuse i mean even if you even if you were verbally abused, I mean, teenagers still get verbally abused. I mean, some kids in group, they talk about like their parents are just like half the reason why they are like, they have so much anxiety and they're so like upset and stuff like that. And verbal abuse is like the number one thing that they always talk about. And I feel like some parents really just don't get kids in today's world. And especially since like we're the upcoming kids of this world's next generation. And like, this is like our shot now and we're all taking it. And some kids struggle a lot and it's because of the parents. The the parents aren't really getting a one-on-one connection with their kids. And it's sad to say that because it's like, you're the parent. You should want to be like supportive with your kid and all that and and above. And so I want to touch base on some symptoms of psychological trauma. We all react to trauma in different ways. That is very true. Experiencing a whole wide range of physical and emotional reactions. There is no right or wrong way to think, feel, or respond. So don't judge yourself. Don't judge your own reactions or those of other people. Your responses are normal reactions to abominable events. Emotional and physical symptoms. Shock, denial, or disbelief. Confusion, difficulty, concentrating, anger, mood swings, anxiety, and fear, guilt, shame, self-blame. Now, all those that I just listed right there, I definitely would have to say and man up and say that I... I have done, I have dealt with those, um, those symptoms right there. I mean, I definitely did self-blame myself a lot. I definitely did feel ashamed. Like I always felt like I was a disappointment and, um, I was always in denial of some, some, at some times and disbelief. Like I just really didn't want to believe anything that people were telling me. And, um, I definitely did have anger issues. I don't have anger issues anymore because I dealt with that when I was away for a while and I gained coping skills, which is very, very awesome and great to deal with. And I will talk a little bit more about coping skills later. Feeling sad or hopeless, withdrawing from others, feeling disconnected or numb. Now, 
at times when I was like in middle school, I did feel disconnected from others because I always felt like an outcast. Like it was always hard for me to make friends. And it all started from like, like I said, an early childhood. Um, I was bullied a lot when I was um, growing up, especially in my neighborhood. I was like the neighborhood bully kid. Like I was the favorite kid to be picked on in the neighborhood. And so it really drove me to not want to play outside anymore and just to stay inside the house. And so it definitely did play a role on like with me making friends and me being social out in the outside world because it's like, why would I go outside when all I know is I'm going to get bullied or I'm going to get picked on or I'm going to get harassed and made fun of. And it that me hanging out with like the neighborhood kids, it that, that bullying really didn't stop until I would have to say maybe like the maybe to like the end of middle middle school or like the beginning of middle school i mean it it went it went on a lot i mean i was called i was called so many hurtful things that i will not repeat because that's in the past but i want to continue going on a little bit further with some physical symptoms so physical symptoms can be being startled easy difficulty concentrating racing heartbeat, aches and pains, muscle tensions. And those are some really great symptoms for physical trauma right there. And then, and then um, before I go into healing from trauma, I just want to touch a little bit more based on why it's so important to talk about it. Because like I said, some people may not even know that they have trauma. I mean, some people listening right now could like you know think back in their life and be like well I experienced this and that and a third maybe I have a little bit trauma here because I experienced some symptoms that was read out and I totally get it and I totally understand and as I always tell my friends I mean I'm here 110% of the time if you ever need a friend to call on text I mean like I'm always near my phone I'm not always on it all the time, but I'm always near my phone and I will pick up when I can. And I will, I'm always here. I'm always here for my friends. And I am a caring person. And I care a lot. And so I want to go on into healing from trauma. Trauma symptoms typically last from a few days to a few months, gradually fading as you proceed, as you proceed, as you process, excuse me, the unsettling event. But even when you're feeling better, you may be troubled from time to time by painful memories or emotions, especially in response to triggers such as in an anniversary of the event or something that reminds you of a trauma. Now, anniversaries of events, that those are definitely struggles right there. And what else it said? It said um, triggers. Triggers are definitely triggers are definitely a big role in trauma and i know everyone has a trigger you can't deny it because that's also on the list of denial self-denial triggers are like the number one thing that will set someone off and you have to be very very careful of what you say or what you do around people because just a simple tap on the shoulder could trigger someone and it's very sad because it's like you don't know what they've been through and like we might come off as harsh when we try to tack back and be like, what's your problem? All I did was tap you on the shoulder when really, you don't know, that person could have been like sexually assaulted or anything of the above. And triggers are definitely, definitely, definitely a big play in trauma. And um, 
when it comes to triggers, when I was away for a while, that was like the number one thing that a lot of people like picked on and touched base on was like triggers and like they would make fun of triggers. Like they would like make they would, like make fun of you because you were like getting triggered. And when they were saying like, oh, he's getting triggered, they mean like you're getting mad. And it's like, of course I'm getting mad because one, you're pissing me off or two, I'm just thinking about flashbacks in my head and it's just bringing back painful memories as it says like painful and emotional memories can sometimes trigger the brain trigger your trauma and it can lead you to have episodes of remembering like the anniversaries of whatever happened to you and let's go a little bit more further if your psychological trauma symptoms don't ease up or if they become even worse and you find that you're unable to move on from that event or from or for a period of time, you may be experiencing post-traumatic stress disorder or PTSD. While emotional trauma is normal response to disturbing event, it becomes PTSD when your nerve system gets struck and you remain in physical shock, unable to make sense of what's happened, what's happened or process your emotions. Now, that's something similar to like a blackout, but like a blackout, you you know what you, you know what's happening, and like. Well, I really shouldn't say that. Like, that's, like, similar to a blackout. But, like, with a blackout, it's easy for you to snap out of because, like, someone can get a hold of you. But with PTSD, PTSD is, like, something really serious. And some, a lot of people struggle with it. And a lot of people, especially in the military, struggle with PTSD. Especially when they get discharged or they come home from war. Like, there's a lot of things that they see that are very graphic. And it can really play a toll on people. Excuse me. Let's go a little bit more further. Whether or not a traumatic event involves death, you as a survivor, <laughs> survivor, you as a survivor must cope with less with losses. At the least temperamental of your sense of safety, the natural reactions to this loss is grief. Now, we all have lost someone in our lives for sure, and grief is like the number one thing that we all try to do to cope with it or to try to move on and it's okay to grieve over someone but not too not not for a very long time because if you do so well then that's also trauma right there because like like it said earlier like trauma can also be with like the death of a lost one like out of nowhere and that's definitely trauma too because you could love that person like dearest and they could have been super close to you they could have been your best friend they could have been your mother even though it wasn't even your mom or it could be your mom like who knows trauma doesn't trauma works in its own mysterious ways and grief is definitely one of them right along with ptsd and so um because some people have committed suicide when they if when they had ptsd and that could also trigger with grief because then they're grieving over that person because they knew that they were suffering and they're really and they really didn't have the best help that they could get. And so let's go into recovering from trauma. So trauma recovery tip one, get moving. Let's read about this. Trauma disrupts your body's natural. I will not try to pronounce this word, but freezing you in a state of I'm not going to read that word. <laughs> um freezing you in a state of fear i'll just say that as well as burning off adrenaline and releasing excuses and exercise excuse me and movements can actually help repair your nervous your nerve your nervous system nervous system um excuse me for struggling how reading some of this stuff um try to exercise for 30 minutes or more 
on most days or if it's easier three ten minute i don't know what this workout is sprouts of exercise per day are just as good so to save me to save myself from struggling with more reading um tip one is basically exercise try to exercise to help yourself with trauma and if that doesn't really work tip number two is don't isolate now following a trauma you may want to withdraw from others but isolation only makes things worse connecting to others face to face will help you heal so make an effort to maintain your relationships and avoiding spending too much time alone now that is a great great thing and i think i will stop at that tip right there um we tend to avoid spending some time with other people. And I know I am one that does not like to be alone. I love hanging out. I love going out. I, I don't like to be home as often. And sometimes I get upset whenever my friends are like busy because now all my friends have jobs and our schedules are completely different. But like sometimes people, when we're depressed or we have anxiety or social anxiety can lead us to self-isolation. And it's not really good. And it's not always good to spend too much time alone with yourself and so when i was dealing with my situation um recently now when i was dealing with this past recent situation that i just got out of i spent a lot of time in my room because i really didn't want to be bothered i was depressed a lot i had anxiety like i just didn't want to be bothered with anybody or i just want i didn't want no social interaction and so now that i'm out of my situation i just want to be active i want to go out more i want to see my friends more and i just want to live life to the fullest before i go on to my next big chapter and so these are just some little quick healthy tips that can help us with our trauma and to cope with our and to have a little bit of coping so that when we come across to um experiencing like trauma again that we'll know we'll be prepared and this will quick this real quick tip right here is reconnect with old friends if you've retreated from a relationship that were once important to you, make the effort to reconnect. That's a really good one. And now I know this really doesn't really like sound like it could be a traumatic experience, but I've definitely had my fair shares of arguing with some old friends and reconnecting with them. And I'm so glad that I reconnected with my best friend because I don't know what I would do without my best friend. I mean, my best friend is like my entire world. And so, um, if my best friend is listening, I want to give a quick shout out to my best friend. And um, right there, I think will be a good time to pause and reflect on today's hot topic. So I want to thank you guys so much for listening and stay tuned. Hey guys, so I know I ended today's hot topic a little bit early that's because since this is a little bit of a heavier topic i wanted to break this down into a part one part two kind of dealio so there will be no trending today but if you stay tuned for part two coming very very soon there will be a trending today in that episode so i want to give a quick shout out to Giovanna again thank you so much Giovanna, for sending in your question to the show it is very much appreciated and for you guys out there if you guys would like a quick shout out on the show all you got to do is head over to Popper production media on instagram click the link in the bio and send in your question through there and so your question can pretty much be about anything that comes to your head and if you can't think of a question you can always just look up a question it's not gonna hurt and you'll still get a shout out on the show and so without further ado i want to thank you guys again for listening to the show 
and I will see you guys soon. Bye.